and a microphone pasteurized for your protection. Now we go to the amazing Mark, the Palm Raider. Hello everybody and welcome to Mark, the amazing Palm Raider. First in line, please step up. Oh, let's see, young lady. I see a long lifeline. I see success, happiness, love, fortune. I also see a bit index finger. $20, please. Hi everybody, this is Two Douchebags and Microphone. I am Mark. And, and I'm Rob. Alrighty. Cool. Well, alright. So, uh, what's been going on with you, Rob Rad? Oh, just working like normal. And preparing for this show. Alright, good, good. You're sounding great there. You really do. You're uh, you're right, booming right. today. Well, if you remember right here while back, I had a pair of earpods. Mm-hmm. And right before we were starting the show, I got up to get a glass of tea, and my earpod fell in the glass of tea. I do remember that. One. Yes. Well, it killed that one. So I was operating on the other one. Well, okay. as I was talking to people on the phone, they started telling me that that one was giving out on me. So I went back to my wired ones. Uh-huh. Well, I happened to make it to Walmart today and I got me a new upgraded pair so excellent I hope they're working good well you know uh, we we appreciate that here uh, on uh, two douchebags and microphone I and I know you're a part of it but we appreciate that here because that makes us sound that much better and you sound great whenever your voice is booming like that you sound fantastic so yeah good you're coming through clear. It sounds it sounds really good, and it's going to well, show in the podcast. These have a lot of noise reduction, so I can't hear much around me. That's so good. I'm hoping you're not going to hear much around me over the microphone. I'm not hearing we'll, any. Well, we'll that's part that of the idea. deal. No, that's part of the deal that's going on. Is I can't hear anything else, so therefore I hear you much better, and that's why I meant by your voice booming. It's booming through uh, the Bluetooth perfectly. So good. Well, it's pretty quiet here. So. Okay. Well, um, coming up in the program, we have, um, I have, personally, the Asshole Hair Olympics again, because we can't let yeah, that go. Like, and then I have a list of fast food restaurant chains that flop during testing. Oh, wow. So, yeah, yeah. We. Um, uh, this is the guy from the fast food industry. It's like, um, it's like uh, Mr. Z of the douche flavors. This is Mr. Yeah. Z of the fast food industry, and he sent me this email and said, hey, quick download this, and uh, it's going to disappear in 10, in 10 minutes. I get on there, and I download it, and I got it right here. So these are uh, fast food restaurants that flop during testing. So we'll, we'll get to, we'll read them off, and we'll get to decide why they flopped or whether, right. they, or whether they should be one at every corner. So... Yeah. 
Are you going to that right now, or can I break no, in? No, no, Brent, no, 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 that's what I was going to ask. Do you have something you want to chime in with, or um, go in? Yes, um, like I said, before we come on the air, I was doing some homework. All right. And uh, do you You're know the name Donnie Baker? Yeah, yeah, he is a, a comedian. Um, From he, the Bob and Tom show. Yeah, I understand he had some problems here recently. His, his name was Ron Sexton. Uh, okay, I think I knew okay, that, but I'm, I don't I'm know just, for sure. I'm just going to read you the first paragraph. I have it pulled up right here. Well, did you see the article where he was like messing around with somebody's wife, and I think they like beat the hell out of him or something? Uh, okay. Um, well, I think I think that's away. what... Oh, he died? He oh, he oh man. Away. What's Bob and Tom going to do for five hours? While staying in a motel in Dayton, Ohio. Wow, I didn't know that. Yeah. When did this happen? Well, this came out five hours ago. Okay, then it just happened. Yeah. Well, I wonder what happened so. because I think... I, I'm not for sure. I think he had some problems with... Uh, um, was somebody's ex or soon to be ex or current. I don't know. I, I just wanted to pay tribute. You know what? I'm not sure. Let me put it like this. I'm not sure about that. I remember reading something about that or hearing it on the radio or something. Like he was having some problems with. Um, I I don't know. You know what? I, I look it up. See what you can find about it if you're that curious about it. But I thought it was something like that. But wow, does it say what they think happened? Okay, well, okay, I'm reading further into it here. Okay. Yeah, in 2022, he was shot in Indianapolis while in his car. According to investigators, the shooting was delivered at against the spouse of a lady with whom Ron Sexton was rumored to have been having an affair. That's okay, what I, see, that's what I thought it was. Deeper. Okay. okay, and see, maybe I, I it might have something. You know what? Hey, man, the guy was great. He was funny. Yeah. And, uh, you yes. know, whatever happened on that whole deal, I wasn't there, so I don't know. Um, so all I got to say is, hey, uh, R.I.P. Donnie Baker. God bless you. Um, I hope you have a wonderful time in the afterlife. And you did your, you did the, your mark on this world by making people laugh. And that's one of the best well, things you can do. He helped open the gate for people like us. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, uh, I, he yeah, had... Just being on the Bob and Tom show. There's a lot of uh, characters we're... that were tempered after him. Uh, you can just look and you can make your own mind up about what... that yes. The characters that came after him, that was actually, I thought, he was the template for. You know, the kind of like the party guy with the mullet and the hoo-hoo, hey, yeah. You know, oh, yeah, and, that's the picture I was just looking at. Yeah. Yes, he actually, in my opinion, started a lot of that. What would you call it? Um, a redneck hippie or something, or something like that. He he started a kind of an attitude type of deal. Um, yeah. It, it's not Larry the Cable Guy, and it's not. Um, 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 it's kind of a hybrid of a Zubass wearing guy with a mullet guy with a little bit of country. I mean, you know, uh, yeah, yeah. Every, and everybody knew a guy like that growing up. The character was actually quite brilliant in my mind. So, 
Anyhow, well, Donnie Baker, or what was his real name, Sexton? That, well, whatever uh, is Ron, Ron Sexton. All right, Ron Sexton. Uh, you'll live forever Rest in your in comedy. Peace, Rest in peace. So, well, thank you. Well, wow, what a what a surprise. Age of fifty-two, by the way. I didn't think he was that old. Yeah, wow. Well, I'll have to listen to good old B&T uh, Monday morning and see what they have to say about it. Yeah. 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 All right. Well, yeah. Well, that 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 blows. So. All right. Um, you have anything else you want to go into, or you want me to start? No, no, go ahead. Go okay. ahead. Okay. Well, first, uh, the first story I'd like to get to, and then we can get to some of the ha-ha stuff uh, here in a little bit. But Netflix recorded a second quarter 2023 earnings Wednesday, revealing paid subscribers increased by 5.89 million in the quarter that ended June 30th. Analysts had projected the streamer gain in only 1.7 million new subscribers in Q2, the period in which Netflix began notifying customers in the U.S. and other countries that users on their accounts who live outside their households would need to be added as an extra member or pay their own subscriptions. Netflix smashed Walmart's expectations by instead rising to 238.39 million global subscribers in Q2 compared to its 2.32.5 million total in Q1. That growth marks an 8% year-over-year increase in subs. So, I, I heard every... Here's here's what I thought was odd. I know a lot of Netflix subscribers, including myself. I enjoy a lot of what they're doing. Um, I Like I said before to Toford, I'm not sure if I said to you, they, to me, are one of the true forms of journal, journal, um, journalism, if I can speak, that's left because they are a paid subscription and they can go to these big corporations and do pieces on them and not worry about not getting advertisers blocked. And so I enjoy Netflix quite a bit, but the whole thing I was getting is, is everybody said they were leaving Netflix, but they did not. Everybody said, no, that's it, I'm done with them, I'm sick of their shit, they're constantly raising stuff, the programming isn't as good, blah, blah, all this and that. But everybody ran out and added one or something. Something had to happen because they gained a lot of fucking listeners and a lot of money. So, uh, Netflix, bravo. Got to give you kudos. You know what to do. Actually, I'm thinking about signing up for them myself. Well, I'll tell you what. There are Even though I don't watch much TV because I'm too busy listening to music these days. Yeah, I'm into music and podcasts too. The only TV that I yeah. watch is if I see something on Netflix or Amazon or something that interests me, I'll go watch it. Um, lately, uh, actually over the last year and a half, um, actually it's been a lot more since I moved my mom in. We moved my mom in uh, last year. I've uh, been watching yeah. The Price is Right and The Wheel of Fortune a lot more because she enjoys those shows. And to me, it's just good entertainment. I mean, you know, she watches yeah. the game show network constantly and watches the old uh, Password 76s and match games and all that. And, uh, yeah, my, my mom watches a lot of me TV. Yeah, yeah. And the same way with my mom. Uh, you know, it's that older genre of, uh, of shows. But I got to admit, I think I enjoy 
Netflix and game shows more than anything anymore because most TV just doesn't do anything for me. I just don't think it's that good. I think it's uh, just uh, appeasing a base that's easy to appease. Yes. So, anyhow. Um, uh, so, yeah, Netflix did something that everybody raised their uh, fists about, their tiny fists, and yelled and said, that's it, you draw, you did it, you pushed us to the line. No, they didn't. <laughs> no, they didn't. No, they're doing better than ever, so uh, congratulations, Netflix. So, pretty interesting stuff. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, I'll save the asshole, uh, the asshole Olympics for later on in the broadcast. Yeah, um, yeah. The next story I want to go into is this Vegas flight. Did you hear about it? No, I have okay. not. This flight that was leaving Vegas, um, and let's see, where was it going to? Uh, a flight to Atlanta from uh, Las Vegas from Harry Reid International Airport sat in the tarmac for four hours with no air conditioning, 115 degrees outside. Damn. Yeah, the U.S. Department of Transportation said Thursday it, that it was investigating why passengers on a Delta airline flight had been left to swelter for hours in triple-digit temperatures while the plane waited on the tarmac at Las Vegas Airport on Monday. The flight DL-555 to Atlanta was supposed to take off from Harry Reid International Airport on Monday, but instead sat on the tarmac where the extreme heat sickened passengers, causing some of them to faint, according to reports posted by social media by those on board. The ordeal lasted nearly three hours, with paramedics boarding the plane to wheel out three people who had fallen ill. Krista Garvin, a passenger and a producer for Fox News, wrote on Twitter this right here. Delta, what an insane experience. First we were delayed because you did not have a flight attendant. Then we finally board and sit for almost three hours on a hot plane for 111, in 111 degrees weather. Now we are heading back to the gate because people are passing out. We are now being told that this flight will be canceled and there's not going to be another one going out today. They kept everybody on the tarmac for over three hours and they told people before they left according to another article that I read that if you got off you were going to lose your trip to Atlanta and there was not another one going out that day so you were pretty much forced to sit on that fucking sweltering hot plane if you wanted to go to Atlanta and not wait an extra day. And there's like people like that were probably catching a connecting flight and they're like going wherever. Let's say they're from Florida or I don't know, Alabama. Okay. Yeah. So they catch a connecting flight in Atlanta and let's say they have to be to work the next day or they got to attend their, I don't know, their sister's operation or something. They have something very important coming up the next day. And they're getting threatened pretty much, the way it sounds to me, if this is true what I'm reading. They're getting threatened like, you're not going to leave Las Vegas today if you get off this plane. So you're sitting there for three hours with no air conditioning. Number one, I'd like to know, are they able to air condition a plane? Was this like a fuel thing? They didn't want to burn that much fuel? 
Is that what it is? Or could they not know. properly air condition a plane when it's not moving? I would like to know these things um, because if it was a fuel issue and they're doing it to save money, then I'm going to be furious at Delta and I'm already not happy with them. I, I used to think at Delta, well I think Delta still generally is one of the better airlines and this is not far the norm, you know, the norm from what I hear from uh, Delta's, not like uh, Southwest or uh, or um, Spirit or something like that. Uh, in my opinion, both of those airlines aren't worth uh, two cans of shit right now. Uh, so I, I don't know, but this is very disappointing that uh, that this happened, and I can't believe that they would like you know tell passengers if this is true that like you're not getting out of here uh you know unless you go on this flight today making people stay on that airline you know on that flight yeah so yeah that's uh pretty interesting so anyhow well all right i had that one bummer thing so how about it uh yeah go ahead you know how you've been bashing on chris jones yes Okay, well, this is a report on the comeback three hours ago. Okay. I'm just going to read two quick little paragraphs just to fill you in. And look, I love Chris Jones. I just think that he needs to give a little like uh, like Mixon has. If you want your team back. I do, but listen to this. Okay. Star defensive tackle Chris Jones. Failed to report to training camp with the rest of the team's veteran players, according to ESPN's NFL insider, Adam Sheff. Jones also skipped the team's mandatory minicamp as he's trying to leverage a new long-term contract with the team. Okay, well, if you're going to skip this stuff, how are you gaining with the team? No, I know. It sets a very bad precedent. And I personally, look, I love Chris Jones, but maybe it's time to part ways. Okay, I'm, I'm starting to see where you've been coming from this whole time. With I, I don't like it. I really am. Because I, if anyone has a legitimate beef about the money they're getting, it should be Mahomes, right? Yeah. You don't see him yeah. whining and bitching and going to the media and fucking crying about it? You know, we got rid of one uh, one sore spot, and that was Tyreek Hill, and we did better. And nobody but thought Mahomes, we was going to do better. Nobody Mahomes thought. told them to keep money. Yes. But look what happened he after did. we got rid of Hill. We became better. So who knows? Who knows? You know what? Maybe Chris Jones and some of that spirit about bitching about the company and fucking yiping, oh, I deserve my money and all that stuff. Maybe we don't need that. So, anyhow, he's got one more year. Fucking play it. Prove what you can do, and then maybe we'll talk, I guess, right? But I don't think you hold the yeah. Chiefs hostage. I don't think anyone except Mahomes and maybe Kelsey right now has that kind of clout to where they could hold the Chiefs hostage. Everyone else is expendable on this team because you have number 15, and then to a certain degree you have number 87. But as long yeah. as you got number 15, you ain't holding shit on this team. So, anyhow. Yeah, because he's proven he can make contact with anybody. Yes. 
So you know what? We won with defenses that gave up 35 points and 31 points in both Super Bowls. Wasn't it 31 points? Yeah, something like that. Yeah. 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 So um, you know, uh, we won this last Super Bowl, and they scored 35 points. So I don't know, Chris Jones. You tell me what happened there. How many times you uh, have Jalen Hurts on his back in that game? I think a resounding zero might be the answer. Yeah. So, I know he played well in the playoffs, yes. And he is, he's hes a great player, yes. But to do this and to, uh, I, I don't like it. I don't think it's a team first attitude. And I think that, that kind of spirit can hurt a team. And I don't know, you know. Maybe it's time it's to read. Good old greed. Yes. Good maybe, old greed. Here's what I'm thinking is, is maybe there's a cheaper option to where you get two or three almost Chris Joneses. You know what? I, I know this. I'm sure they're out there. Andy Reid and Brett Veach and uh, Mahomes and everybody deserve our... Um, they deserve our... Uh, what would you say it? Our trust. I trust that they will figure out the best in this situation and and execute it. So, you know what? They have that job, and I'm glad they have that job, and they'll figure it out. They brought the Chiefs out of the gutter, Yeah, we'll say, to where they are now. Yes. Yeah, they brought us out of the uh, Brody Croyles and the Matt Castles. And uh, insert every other ass bag in there that you want to. Um, what was it, Quinn? Quinn? Something like that. Uh, Brady Quinn. Um, all those yeah. fucks. Um, oh, that guy, uh, Orton. Was it Kyle Orton? Oh, well, anyhow. Yeah. So, all right. Um, going on a lighter note, I obtained this note from uh, Mr. X of the fast food industry. Okay. All right. And uh, he sent me a list of fast food restaurants that flopped during testing. And uh, this is where we can break it down and figure out why it flopped. Okay? This should be interesting. Uh, It should be. The first one that he put on the list was Waffle Garden. Yeah. So, I guess it's like going to be like Olive Garden, only waffles. So, they come out with big bowls of waffles and, the, and like big things of syrup that you can pour all over them. You get a waffle and a salad. Yeah, Waffle Garden. Yeah. So, uh, they tested it on the Northeast, to what I understand, right? And it didn't do so well. I, I mean, I'm flabbergasted. Doesn't that sound great? You'd think they'd like that up there. Yeah, waffles and and uh, foliage. Mm. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah, or if you prefer ranch, I guess you could throw some ranch on there, you know. Put your waffles right next to your salad. You know, let the ranch touch the waffles. Who cares, right? Yeah. Yeah, what could hurt? A little ranch on a waffle. Who gives a shit, right? Even Russian, you know, that red stuff. You can have a little of that, hit your waffle. It'll be okay. Be all right. I'm a Thousand Island fan. 
Okay, you can have a little Thousand Island touchdown. Hell, yeah, yeah. They put it on Big Mac. Yeah, they put it on Big Mac, so how bad can it be? Yeah, that's what I was getting ready to say. They put it on Big Mac season. If they put it on Big Macs, it's got to be good, right? Anything McDonald's. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, the next one, I find this fascinating. I can't believe it did not work. Pizza Teeny. So they make martinis out of pizza. Oh, damn, that sounds good. Yeah. Can you believe that flopped? No, I can't. I mean, I, you know, I mean, even anchovies, you know. You got your pizza teeny there in your little glass. They come over and go, no, oh. No, you can leave out the anchovies. <laughs> I ate anchovies, too. I'm just saying that for effect. So they come over and go, Oh, okay, okay. Uh, excuse me, sir. Here's our list of uh, pizza teenies. What would you like next? Hmm, let's see. And maybe the buffalo ranch. Oh, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. What is this one? This one is an anchovy, and uh, let's see. Oh, some uh, some capricola, um, some spicy sauce. Mm, okay, you know what? I think I'm gonna I think I'm gonna go with this number two, with the anchovies and capricola and some spicy sauce on it. Mm. And then maybe I'll lead my way into um, uh, a buffalo ranch. And um, who knows? I mean, you know, they do burn-in pizza up here. Minsky's does. And they do the Z-Man pizza, which is a famous sandwich that uh, Joe's uh, Kansas City Barbecue does. And they, they come out with those periodically. So, yeah. Yeah, this would work. So, um, anyhow, the next one. Are you ready for it? Yes. Wiener Barn. Wiener barn did not work. I mean, what's better than a wiener in a barn, right? Go in there. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's like a big barn, and it's nothing but wieners. You can go in there, you know, grab three or four wieners, put it on a plate, grab some relish. You know, you could have like a Chicago-style wiener, a New York-style um, you know, you could do like a little crisscrossing, you know, you can have a barbecue wiener if you want, you know, you can, you know, hell, um, anything but kale, right? Sky's the limit with wieners, right? What the hell's kale doing there? I said anything but kale. Yeah, but why, why do you even mention it? No, no at kale, a, no kale, no kale at wiener, at wiener barn, that's what I'm saying. No. You can put anything on there, sauerkraut, whatever. No kale. So, I'm just making sure. But anyhow, it doesn't matter. Wienerborn's not going to happen now. Because the powers of B dropped the... They dropped the stick on this one. It's that simple, man. They just dropped it. They should have... There should be wiener bars at barns at every fucking corner, right? Right. You look to the left, there's a McDonald's. You look to the right, there should be a wiener barn. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm very disappointed, guys. Very disappointed. We need a wiener barn, and we need it at every corner. And just so you know, we're going to be a little jumpy just at the name kale right now because of everything. We're still sore about what they did to Topher. We want revenge. Yeah. You know, Topher's fine. I saw him. He's physically fine, but we're pissed. They took ours. Yeah, we're we're working on that. We're going to have our revenge. Yes. Yes. So the main thing is, is uh, Topher's bleached his hand numerous times. The thing is, is I'm thinking psychologically, it really messed with him. 
He's bleaching his hand quite a bit because his hand actually touched Kale. Oh. It wasn't anybody. It I, wasn't anybody. When he told me this story in person, I cried. You know, he, oh, had a, wow. he, had a, he had a tough time getting it out. He was like, I got something to tell you, Mark. And I'm like, what? He goes, man. He goes, they had me tied up and they had me touch Kale. I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> I am so sorry, Topher. Yeah, you know what? I already sent him a card. So I went ahead and signed your name to it. But if you want to go ahead and send another card, do it. You know? Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, on every card, I put death to Kale. Always. Yeah. Yeah, so. Anyhow, um, yeah. So, Wiener Barn should be everywhere. We're thoroughly pissed and just not happy that there is not a wiener barn at every corner so no we need wieners yeah everyone needs wieners at every at every corner in a barn so alright next one okay no go ahead no no it's a different subject Oh, speak- but it's coming it's <laughs> coming speaking of wieners has Gonza <laughs> sent you anything here recently oh oh you uh, let's finish this subject and we'll go into that one <laughs> no I have an update okay there's uh, a Gonza uh, update let's finish this subject okay, and okay. we'll never finish man okay the next one burger closet you know I, I mean who ah. Burgers out of a out of a little closet. I think that's a great idea. Got a guy in there. Hey, may I help you? Yeah, I'll take a number five and uh, and, and a coke. Yeah, I, I thought burger closet was a great idea, but no. Honestly, some of the best burgers I have ever ate have come out of small on the road joints. Town topic, most famously around Kansas City, but there was yes, a place. Yes, yeah, town topic. Yes, there's so other you places go around too. A different towns. Uh, there's a place down in Bolivar, Missouri. Oh my God! I mean, that is just a cafe on in town. But you go around these little cafes. It's some of the best eat. Oh, uh, Swopes. Swopes in Rich Hill. Have you been there? Where? Swopes Drive-in in Rich Hill. No. The White Grill in Nevada. Um, yes, um, I've been there. Yeah, I mean, all of them, fantastic burgers. Fantastic uh, burgers. Over in Fort Scott, Kansas, just across from... Oh, Florida, go ahead, go ahead. There is a place called the New Grill. Yes, yeah, they are excellent. Awesome. I love them. Yeah. Awesome. Yep. Um, yeah, like you said, the place in Bolivar... There's one in Stockton. There's uh, um, uh, there's uh, one in Clinton. Little burger joints are the best place. Yeah, Clinton, Missouri. There's a little white shack, and they have a lot of dairy stuff there too. They have a lot of ice cream stuff. Um, I think they might have been a Tasty yes. Freeze back in the day. There, yes, yeah. I know what you're talking about. Yeah. I don't oh. remember the name of it. Right? They get they get the best tomatoes. I think they're homegrown around there somewhere. And the onions yes. are sweet. Oh man. Oh, and mm. yeah. Awesome. And that and that grill had been around since the forties. So uh, anyhow, it has all that seasoning in it. So Yeah, I've traveled through there many, many years up and down that route. Yeah. Yeah, that's 
yeah that's good eating there as a matter of fact I would like to do a tour of that you know and, and you know you know, you might film it and YouTube it or something if you wanted to but if not just personally do it go around and check out all these little uh, these little shacks and check out the yeah. burgers there yeah that, you know what, that, that that is an idea right there and I know quite a few of Mountain Kansas too so um, anyhow so next moving on here um, salad hatch what salad hatch I um, I don't know what to think of it I mean is it a hatchback car is it like a little hatch that you serve the salads out of or do they walk in and there's salad in a hatch looking thing and people just grab tongs and grab the salad throw it on a plate and go yeah, so you just threw me totally off on that one. That's what it was meant to do. I don't know what was, was going on. That was one of the ones that were meant to be so odd that you don't laugh. You just go, salad hatch? Why? In, wow. case, you, in case you haven't noticed, I like to throw a little shit like that in there. The head turner. The, uh, the, yeah. uh, you do yeah. the RCA Victor for a second go, huh? Salad hatch? So, anyhow. Um, next one. Fish sticks on a stick. Did not do well. <laughs> Cannot believe it. Fish sticks on a stick, man. Grab your stick with a fish stick on it and just start chewing around it. Life could not be better. I can understand the concept, but once you got that popsicle stick in that fish stick, there wouldn't be much fish left. <laughs> I can see it right now. Rob, you and I sitting sitting on a uh, giant it's a, it's rock. It's a good concept. It's a good concept. Here, here, let me pose this to you. Okay. Truman Lake <laughs> near Kaysinger Bluff, right? Okay. There's huge rocks down there at the bottom. You and me with nothing but booty shorts on, sitting on those rocks with the wind running through our hair, eating fish sticks on a stick. That could be their promo. Two douchebags and a microphone love fish sticks on a stick. <laughs> and we could even do something like do like a little ass up eating our fish sticks don't you think I love the idea <laughs> what could possibly go wrong with that, that? <laughs> I know we're, we're going to get, get into that in a minute I just got a few more and then we get to Rob's story <laughs> I can't believe anyhow okay the next one I really love this idea the whisker biscuit you know, in Kansas City, we have the big biscuit. Yeah. This is the whisker biscuit. So, um, I know it's code for something else. So I don't know. You know, <laughs> you know, is uh, is that what it, is that what it is, or is it actually a hairy biscuit that you get? I don't know. <laughs> I don't want to go in and find out. <laughs> and if it is a whisker biscuit, who the hell is it attached to? <laughs> So, are they replicas? I don't know. Well, anyhow, it didn't work, so they're not going to be a whisker biscuit at every corner. I'm sorry, guys. Sorry. Thank you. Hey, look, I don't, I don't make the rules. I just follow them like you guys. Okay? <laughs> so, the next one. I'm sorry, I laugh all through, I'm sorry I laughed all the way through that one. It's okay. It's all right. That um, was just hilarious. <laughs> the next one. Head Cheese Queen. 
there's Dairy Queen, right? Well, head cheese. Oh, yeah. What could go wrong with that? No? No? Okay. All right. Uh, um, you know what? I got I'm gonna, um, Hang on. Let me mark this so I can put in the Price is Right losing sound right after that. Because that's the sound you made without saying anything, Rob. You made that sound without saying a word. That's what that was. And you didn't have to say it. I heard it. This next one, now don't get... Now this next one, don't get angry. Don't get angry. Kale and more. Well, it didn't work. It It didn't go. There's not going to be one in Thank every quarter. Yes. So we thank, must be reaching out to people. Thank you, Lord. Yes, it did not do well at all in testing. So we are kale. We are true kale activists. Yes, against them. Against kale. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and then the next one and the final one that failed, sardine world. Yeah, I think I thought that one too. Well, yeah, people aren't that crazy about sardines, I guess. I that mean, that goes with anchovies. Uh, yeah, yeah, they are about the same thing. So. Yeah. Yeah, so uh, sardine world flop too. So I don't know what to say. I'm just as disappointed disappointed as the next guy. But you will not have a sardine world next to a McDonald's or a Burger King at every corner, or a Wendy's, or whatever. Or a scronic. So, anyhow, that is the list that we got from Mr. Z from the fast food side. And that's, that's funny. You still call it scronic like I do. Uh, everybody does. Because I'll tell you what, <laughs> you are at the mercy of these drug addicts that they have to find to work there. Yeah. Or at least it seems like it. I know not all of them are drug addicts, but I'll tell you what, I've seen some people walking out of there, and I'm like, oh, I cannot believe I just ate a cheeseburger that that guy flipped. Sorry, not sorry. I have to admit, the Skronik down here in Campton is actually pretty decent. If you get a good Sonic, it's good food. But you get a bad one like a one. Stay away from the one in Belt, my hometown. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. You've heard about it, too? Uh, I witnessed it. Yeah, I witnessed it. Just oh, trying to get did. Just yeah. trying to get a cherry limeade. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think I would have to agree with you on that. Allegedly. Yeah. yeah. Allegedly. I yeah. don't know. I was just told about it. Um, but that's the Sonic I grew up going to. I was know. just trying to get... A cherry limeade, and it didn't go over very well. I'll just leave it at that. So yeah, let's leave it at that. Yeah, I could see why someone could uh, discourage people from going in there. So that's what I hear. Yeah. Yep. Um. Anyhow, um, you seem to hang on. Let's uh, let's take a little break here, and we're going to come back with uh, Rob's. Um, story about uh, Ganja, his uh, fan. We'll be back right after this. Two monkey fuckers and a toaster will be right back. 
continuing our quest here at Two Douchebags in a Microphone to be constantly funny, once again we offer you Strange Insults from an Alien. Two Douchebags in a Microphone, the number one show for people that lie about their favorite podcast. As pleasant as 50 grit sandpaper to your inner thighs. Okay, sorry I have to shush you on that, but okay, the reason is I need these breaks in the in the voice patterns so I can find these to uh, cut to cut the audio in two and to insert different things that we put in there, you know, like uh, like Satan telling you he burned a bunch of souls listening to us and uh and uh, and the amazing Mark, the palm reader, and all this shit. Uh, you know, yeah, the voice yeah. guy telling you how to smell us at the city market, and the Amber Heard <laughs> alert, and all that good shit. So, or strange insults from an alien, or the island of horrible jokes, which I'm a big fan of. I like them both. And then all the other ones, the ones that tell you that we're pasteurized for your protection, or or we're as much fun as a can opener to the scrotum. And all that. I like that one. Yes. I but, like that one. But that's why I said, you know, whenever I break us off like that, just don't say anything because I need that gap there. Because if not, I, I'll, you know what? I'll show you everything and how it works when you and I meet up in person. So you'll see right. what I mean, why it's important to do that. But anyhow, Ganja, your biggest fan, got a hold of you and did what? Oh, uh, not Me and him are good. Okay. But I have another update. Okay. I got another picture. <laughs> From Eric in Oceanside, California. <laughs> I'm sorry, Ron. Yep. 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 Eric, thank you. <laughs> Is it ass up face? Exactly. You guys are awesome. I love you guys. They Thank have, you. They <laughs> have to have listened. This, yeah, you cannot make this up. We, we, for some reason, <laughs> have quite a, we have a hell of a fan base. And I'll send you the pictures if you want me to. The, the hits that we get from certain areas are unreal. Like the people who found out about us and started taking a note in us and listening to us can't seem to put the program down, which is awesome. The, I mean, I'm I'm really I'm overwhelmed by the response by areas, um, and like I said, we went over them all, and we'll do it again in another few months. Do a state of the a state of the douchebags podcast, and yeah, see, see where we're at. See yeah, where we're I at. mean, pretty much the same areas that I've been talking about. And California's become a hotbed here too, but it's like it's spread out all over. And California is not SoCal or NoCal or Middle Cal; it's all over the place. People out there seem to really enjoy the program. So, uh, this Eric yeah, guy from Oceanside Eric comes from Oceanside. So excellent, thank, thank you, Eric. You, Eric. Good, thank good. You, Eric. Yes, you're a good man for sending uh, Rob the asshole pictures. That's great. And, and that'll be great to get into the hairy asshole Olympics here in a minute. But um, anything else you want to say about it? Oh, that's going to be fun. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, this is the Olympics. This is the big boys now. 
so this is like we're going to have one definite winner. I'm going to have my class. You're going to have your class. And then they're going to fight to the death. And then only one victor will live. And and uh, well, so well, I guess we got to have a we got to have a silver and a bronze. So three people, three people will be victorious, and everyone else will not survive the asshole Olympics. So um, okay, well we need to talk about this. Then. Okay, you know what? First, let's go into your acoustical. Okay, and then we'll go to the asshole Olympics here in a little bit. Oh, you want? Oh, you want to go there? Yes, if you're, if you're ready to, well, why don't you flap that shit out on the table and go forth? It's out. It's out. You All right. Make the introduction. All right. Without any further ado, Rob is flopping it on the table. Oh, my God. Look at that. <laughs> Woo, that's a doozy. Rob and his acoustical top. How many did you come up with? I came up with seven. It was supposed to be five. That's fine. You mentioned you might go up to eight. I think I'm going to do 30. I'm going to be a dick. <laughs> yeah, honestly, I could have. I very well could All right, let's go with a seven, and I'll narrow mine down to a seven, okay? Okay, so, my number seven. I'm going to copy yours and I, only do them backwards. <laughs> I, I took from you last week. Okay. You threw me... Over Now by Alice in Chains. That is a fucking fantastic song. I listened to it. Unfortunately, my top five was already filled. You made number seven. That might be my number one. I'm not for sure yet. I'll tell you what, that song is is crafted just magnificently. Um, oh, dude, I'm, I'm all over the map here. Um, I used to do that song when the Chiefs would lose in the Super, uh, not at the Super Bowl, in the playoffs when we didn't have Mahomes, but yeah. we had Alex Smith or whoever, uh, Matt Castle or whatever, uh, you know, yeah. and we'd lose in the playoffs constantly to Peyton Mannings and people like that. And I'd yeah. always, I'd always go to the internet and put "It's over now" and not say anything, and people, uh. <laughs> it used to piss people off. <laughs> Because the song starts off, well, it's over now. <laughs> People got it. So, anyhow. But, go ahead. Okay, well, my number six, which was my number one word of mention. Mm-hmm. Save Today by Caesar. Huh. I... I think I know what song you're talking about, and if it's it is, a, Rob, that is solid. Solid. Trust me, I've been listening to a lot of music, man. Okay. That is well received over here, Rob. Wait, 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 wait till we go deeper. Okay. All right. Into other subjects. Okay. Okay, number five. The actual top five. Okay. Goes to Seven Bridges Road by the Eagles. Wow. Because I Bravo. Bravo. Because. Okay, here, real quick, let me say this. Was making a transition. 
Mm-hmm. From the 50s and 60s, where there was a lot of acoustic. Yes. Into electric. Mm-hmm. I believe Seven Bridges Road helped transition that over because the more I listen to music, the more acoustic I hear in it. They were one, yes, absolutely. And think, Seven Bridges Road is just an awesome song. Think of the lineup that they had on there. I mean, through the oh people, whether God. they were all there yeah. at one time or not, I can't even remember. But you had Joe Walsh, you had Vince Gill, you had um, you had Don Henley, you had Glenn um, Fry. Uh, uh, um, you had um, um, oh, um, heavy metal soundtrack guy um, Don Felder. Uh, Don Felder. Yeah. Um, there's yeah. more. The lineup in that line, the lineup of those people in the Eagles, whether they all did it at once or not, I know one replaced another and all that stuff. But just look at the talent surrounding that band. And one of the greatest albums, in my opinion, ever made was Hotel California, specifically the song Hotel yes. California. Yes. The song Hotel California, Don Henley, you can hear the concern in his voice when he sings. It's insane the way he sings. I mean, he's like singing like to almost like live, trying to get out of this place that he's talking about whether he's talking about the first church of Satan or wherever he's talking about yes. he is concerned he got himself in somewhere that he's not sure if he's going to get himself out and it comes through the speakers exactly like that and it's brilliant and the music behind and it that, is brilliant and that song almost took this place that uh, song almost took my number I five. see why you went with that but I went with Seven Bridges I see why you went with Seven Bridges because it kind of illustrates what you're saying just a little bit more precisely than than Hotel California. And also another thing is, is Hotel California should be maybe should be on the list, in my opinion. But the yeah, thing is, yeah. you didn't go the easy route. You didn't take the safe route. You took the route that you really felt should have been taken. And Bravo, great. This is why I wanted to do the list, Rob. Perfect. Yeah, this way. Okay. Okay, now are you ready for number four? Yes. Okay. Like I said, Mark, I have always been into the stuff we always listen to. Mm-hmm. Thanks to this podcast, I'm listening to new music. Good. I have mentioned Zach Wilde. Uh-huh. Listen, art spawns art. My number four is Zach Wilde between heaven and hell. Okay. All I can say is just listen to it. Okay, I will. I believe I do it know is, the song. It's um, amazing. I, I'm telling Zach you what. Zach Wilde is amazing on acoustic. I will, I will state this again. I've stated it before. If you don't think Zach Wilde is one of the best guitarists ever, you simply have not listened to him well enough. That guy is insanely good in everything that he does, whether it's gimmick-like or actual feeling of music or the actual writing of the music. Everything is spot on because that guy really believes and throws it out there 
like he should. So, uh, Nuno Bedgard is another one. We, we actually have two. We, uh, we actually have two of the best musicians ever on guitar at the same time. We did have three, but Eddie died. So, uh, Nuno Betancourt and Zach Wilde. So, anyhow, go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say, yeah, he is, he's amazing. He yes, really is. would agree. Number three, Patience by Guns N' Roses. Solid. Solid, solid, solid. Because when that song came out, it changed the face of music again. Guns N' Roses changed the face of music because we all were wearing our hair up and listening to Motley Crue and Poison and, and then just all the latest yes. stuff that came up with anyone with big boots and long hair and hair that stood up was doing. And all of a sudden, Guns N' Roses came up and said, nah, nah. Let's lay it back. Yeah. And they started, um, some of the, um, what they're missing now to me is their writing ability with Izzy Stradlin and, uh, and Axel, or not Axel Rose, but um, Slash. Izzy Stradlin and Slash had a formula down, kind of like the Stones did. You got one guy yes. over there kind of bumping and chirping and, you know, it, it didn't, it made sense when it's played together, but it wouldn't make sense away from each other. And uh, it was brilliant. And then you had Axel, who actually, I read, has like a six-octave voice or something. You'd never know it. Yeah. Um, if that is indeed true, I'll have to look that up. Or you know what? It, you got Everybody has Google out there. Look it up. So, um, anyhow, I agree. And it was really good because I believe it was a song to, what was it? I don't think it was Aaron Everly, his wife, his uh, ex-wife. I think it's to another girl. But anyhow, very emotional. Who knows? Yeah, yeah. Who knows? So anyhow, um, okay, go ahead. Okay, number two goes to Mr. Jimmy Page of Led Zeppelin for <laughs> to Heaven." Can't argue. Yeah. You should have known that was coming. I was just reading an article about how Paul Stanley pretty much worships Jimmy Page. He said, you know, uh, me, I is a big Jimmy Page fan, but now looking back at it, I think I'm more of a Jeff uh, Jeff Beck fan, although I love Jimmy Page's music. The stuff that he came up with, um, uh, let, me, let me restate this. I'm a fan of both of theirs, and they're both exactly. groundbreaking, exactly. influential guitarists. But technically and feeling-wise and everything, um, I think, I, you know what, I don't know. Jimmy Page is awesome. I'm, you can't go wrong with that. Cannot go wrong with that. So that's a solid number this two. This is the first of many Jeff Beck may come out of my mouth, too. You never know. Well, I've got a definite Jeff Beck song that I have in mind that might be number one. I bet you do. I bet you do. Um, and he floored me on this song. I mean, he floored me on a lot of stuff, but this song right here in particular, the feeling, um, the genre, the genre that he did to achieve this. Yes. Yes. Um, anyhow, yes. go ahead. Oh, no, you, you just mentioned genre. That's winning a lot of my contest I'm coming up with. You know what? This might be my number one, but it's on the top seven is People Get Ready. 
It's actually by, the title is by Rod Stewart, but Jeff Beck wrote the guitar parts. And if you don't know the song, go get and know it. People get ready, Rod Stewart. And the thing about this is, it's gospel. It's really good gospel. But it's, it's acoustic, it's electric acoustic, it's beautiful. When you get a chance, Rob, your assignment is to listen to this. And I want to report on this song and how it made you feel on the next broadcast. Cool? Text me today. I will, after after the program. That way I, that way I don't have to wait All right. to come out. I, I might even have an ass-up face-first picture for you, too. <laughs> Not really. Well, you got two ahead of you. Well, I mean, you might throw me in the Asher Olympics if I do that. So I'm not going to do that. Oh, no, you already lost. <laughs> well, we're going to that in a minute. We're going to that. Just Are can't you ready wait. for my number one acoustic? Yes, I am. Bring forth. Okay, I mentioned this one on a podcast a while back. Okay. It was one I caught on YouTube. Okay. Which this version of the song you need to watch on YouTube. Okay. It goes to Stained featuring Fred Durst. Song outside on the Family Values Tour nineteen ninety nine. Okay. I'll tell you what. You text me that song after the podcast, and I will text you my song after the podcast. You got it. And I'll you give you—I'll give you a full uh, report, and you give me a full report. My number one acoustic goes to Aaron Lewis of Spain. Uh huh. I like Aaron Lewis. Outside. I'm on the outside. Yeah, watch, yeah, 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 yeah. When you when you watch the video, this video. It's during the Family Values Tour concert. That's why Fred goes to sir. Actually, I think I, I think I might have listened to that. I'm going to have to re-listen to it. And you asked me about the plug-in. Mm-hmm. His acoustic is plugged-in. No, that's fine. I, I'm on What's acoustic. That? I mean, acoustic plugged-in is fine. There's nothing wrong with it. That's I mean, when you... When you watch this, but he plays this song in this video with so much emotion. Okay. It's, oh my God, man. I fell up. And like I said, I missed it a while back. And we got to doing this, and it popped up again. I was like, that's it. So, there you go. Cool. Alright. Hang on, I gotta jot down something here because this just jarred my memory about something. Um, um, I added to my list just right now. Uh oh. <laughs> yeah, this is a good one. All right. Save it for next week. I will. Okay, alright, I'm done with writing that down, but it, for some reason, it's really not related at all. It just made me think of it for some reason. 
So anyhow, I wrote it down, and that will that might actually enter the top three. <laughs> yeah. Acoustic. Yes, it's electric acoustic, but okay. it's acoustic. Two thimble dicks and a crash cart. We'll be right back. Our constant pursuit for a real knee slapper. It's strange insults from an alien. Real hilarity. May your spoon always slip and sink into your hot soup. Two douchebags and a microphone says, You ever dream about eating chocolate pudding and wake up with a spoon in your ass? Just asking. If you enjoy two douchebags and a microphone, You'll, You'll definitely, definitely enjoy, enjoy a shovel to the head. You know what? Hey, thanks for joining us. Wee, yeah, yeah. Okay. Anyhow, as promised, the asshole hair Olympics. Now, do you want to start with yours, or do you want me to start with mine? Well, first, I have a question. Okay, we got to write these down because this is a battle royale. This is the Olympics. That. Okay, well, how many people are we going to allow to enter? I don't know. Walmart, I, I, okay. have seven, I have 17 people. Oh, okay, Mark. I, uh, I had today off. Oh! And I went back through uh-huh. every single hairy ass off. <laughs> Okay. I have, I have two. Okay. You have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen. Yeah, seventeen. Okay. All right. But well, I, well, I, I have seventeen. I wrote down more. each name. Oh, good, good. All right. Your cousins is definitely out. Yep. You have brought up Kirk Cousins twice. Oh, I have? Okay. Yeah, and he lost both of them. Okay, well, I guess he doesn't have a hairy asshole then, does he? At least I'm consistent. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah. Okay. I, I just wondered how many we're going to keep going. But All right, okay, those that have already been done, your two and these 17 will be it, okay? Oh, you got 17 more? I have 17 more. Okay, I got four. I got four battles. Okay, we'll start with your four battles, then we'll go into my 17, okay? But I'm also making sure nobody gets duplicated. Okay, good. Okay. My number one tonight, and I thought of all four of these that worked today. Okay. Oh, excuse me, five. Oh, five of them. The more the merrier. Barbara Streisand <laughs> versus Liza Minnelli. Oh! Uh, um, old Jewish woman? Old Italian woman? Mmm. I'm going to give a slight edge to Liza Minnelli. That's who I had picked. Okay. All right. So Liza wins. Liza wins. All right. 
Okay, you ready for the next one? Yes. Keely Herman <laughs> versus Boy George. Ooh, I'm gonna go with uh, Boy George. Who do you pick? Ooh, I pick Pee Wee. Pee Wee, because you know why? Boy, Boy, Boy George, George would uh, he would nab. Yeah, he would. Uh, he would. He would take it. Uh, yeah, he'd take that shit down to nothing. He would dethatch he'd himself wax. like that. Yes. He'd wax. Yep. All right. Okay. Next. Oh, you're you're gonna love this one. Okay. <laughs> George Carlin. Oh yeah. Sam Kennison. Oh. I'm going to say Sam Kennison because I think George Carlin was really, well, they were both intelligent and they're both quick-witted. I'm going to go with George Carlin, uh, no, uh, Sam Kennison. I think that he had long hair and was kind of scruffy, and he probably didn't give a shit if he had ass hair hanging out everywhere. I think George Carlin would have kept that trimmed down and mowed down good. Okay, well, see, I was thinking George Carlin because he was old. He didn't do it. He didn't care about his shit. He just let it grow out everywhere. Okay. Um. Okay. We'll go with George Carlin. But we do have one toss-up. Oh, I you know what? I'll tell you what. Um, we'll go with George Carlin for now. But like, if we like really stick on this later, we can uh, do a coin toss. Gotcha. Or you want to do a coin toss right now? You got a coin around? No. Right, we'll go with George. Next one. Go with George. All right, gotcha. Yeah. Okay. Fidel Castro. Okay. <laughs> or Pablo Escobar. Escobar, because he's in prison. I'm thinking Castro. You think so? Yeah. All right. That deserves a coin toss. Let me find a coin real quick. All right. Okay, here's one. Heads or tails? Heads. Oh, shit. I just started my table going up. Um... (laughs) What'd you say, heads? Yep. Castro it is. Castro, alright. Okay, next one. You're gonna love this one. Okay. Travis Kelsey or Jason Kelsey? Jason Kelsey. Amen, brother. Alright. <laughs> That's yeah, he's just hairier. He's got thicker eye, eyebrows, all that. Full beard. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's what. I, yeah, that, yeah, that was kind of an easy. One. You know, that's like fucking coming out of the jock strap and looking like fucking dreadlocks or something. So, all right, I've got some interesting ones. My I first, bet you do. My first one on the docket: Ryan Seacrest versus Simon Cowell. 
Oh, shit. I'm going with Simon Cowell, and here's why. Science, uh, Ryan Seacrest is a pretty boy with a great haircut and all dressed nice, well-spoken, big radio guy. Big. Uh, he's going to take over Pat Sajak's gig next year. I think his ass hairs are trimmed, perfectly manicured, beautiful ass hairs that sway in the wind and sing. I think I've got to go with you on that one. All right, so Simon Cowell. All right. Um, next one, Angus Young versus Billy Gibbons. How? <laughs> oh shit! Yeah, that's a fucking mind eraser, isn't it? I'm going with Billy Gibbons because of the beard. Uh, yeah, I gotta do it to Billy too. Yep. Sorry, Billy. Love you, but your ass hair is a great game. You know, I could see Billy Gibbons actually going on really well in this one. I can see him maybe getting Yeah, me too. Me too. All right. Next one, I have bands against each other. Guns N' Roses versus... <laughs> yes. GNR versus oh, Def Leppard. Oh, no, man. You didn't say no bands. <laughs> I just... I did this before. Why not? GNR versus Def Why Leppard. Why not? Why not? Why not? It's our fucking contest. <laughs> I'm going with GNR. Against who? Against Def Leppard. Oh. Yeah, I go to GNR too. Okay. GNR. What? GNR it is. Yeah, I'm writing them down too. So. Yeah, me too. Um, next one, <laughs> Rihanna versus Mariah Carey. Who? Rihanna. Oh, Rihanna. Rihanna versus Mariah Carey. I'm having a tough time. I think maybe Rayana. Shit for shit that giggles. I gotta go Mariah Carey. Okay. Alright. Heads or tails? Tails. Heads. Rayana. Rayana. I just wanted to go Mariah Carey because her sister's shit porn star. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh well, you know what? Uh, uh, good enough. This In other words, I don't care about either one. Me neither, but I thought it'd be a fun contest. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, next one. Jen Psaki versus Ron DeSantis. Do you remember who Jen Psaki is? She was Joe Biden's original press secretary. They used to go, oh, I'll circle back to you and get back to you. I'll circle back and come back to you. She, she'd always deflect all these questions. Go, I'll circle back and come back later. Remember her? Yeah, no, I do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Her versus Ron DeSantis. Ron DeSantis. DeSantis. All right. Yep. All right. 
Next one. The more I learn about it. <laughs> yeah. It, it, he completely ruined his whole career, I think. I uh, yeah. But anyhow. Uh, yeah. Yeah, that's for another day. Um, Kevin Sorbo versus George Stepanopoulos. Oh shit! I, I gotta go, with Stephanopoulos. Me too. Me too. All right, Steph and Nopopopopoulos. Kevin, who? I'm trying to write this down real quick, man. Uh, Kevin Sorbo. S O R B O. He played. What was Hercules? Oh, my vote was, was Stephanopoulos. Yep. All right. <laughs> okay. And I, that's what mine was, too. Next one. Kyle Shanahan versus John Gruden. Ooh. I'm going to go with John Gruden. I think Chucky has some marvelous red ass hairs. Some ginger ass hairs that are just like pronounced and beautifully like just like roaming around all over, coming out as whitey tidies and fucking reaching around to each other. Okay, I was thinking Shanahan till you said that. Gruden got my vote. Yeah, we gotta have a ginger in there anyhow, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, we got a few. Oh, okay. Well, he'll just be another one. According to my list. According okay. to my list, we got a few. Okay. We're, we're going to have to break these down and finalize the finals. Yeah, I've got an idea on that. We'll talk about it um, later. All right. Okay. Yeah. Next one yeah. is Matt Damon versus George Clooney. I'm going to go with Matt Damon, too. Yeah. All right, Matt Damon. Don't know why. I I just kind of feel that way, too. I don't know why, either. They're both about the same. Yeah, that's why why I match some of these like this, is because I wanted it to not be a clear-cut winner. I wanted us to argue about it on air. (laughs) So... I, I I just think George Clooney would wipe an extra time. I, yeah, me too. I think you're right. Yep. So Matt Damon, it is, and I agree with it. I think George Clooney would just have a little bit better grip on his ass hairs, where Matt Damon just be like, oh, "Who cares, man? I'm drinking a fucking yep. uh, a scotch and fucking smoking a cigar. No. I don't give a shit about my ass hair." He probably lets it blow yep. in the wind. So, okay, next one is Clint Eastwood versus Chuck Norris. I've got a clear-cut one on this. Clint. Um, okay, I think Clint also, and here's why. I think that ass hairs are afraid of Chuck Norris and would run off. Yeah. You know, like the old uh, Norris jokes? Yep. I know exactly what you're talking about. Yep. Yep. So, next one. Elon Musk versus Mark Zuckerberg. 
Mm -hmm. Yeah, how about that one? I'm gonna go with the Zuck. Yeah. Yeah. He's another ginger ass here. We need, to put, we need to put him and Chucky versus each other, right? Hey, at least he's good for something. Yeah, that's about it. Yeah, we got to put him and uh, Chucky, uh, Chucky Gruden, two gingers. We'll have the ginger off. Next one I love, Jennifer Lopez versus Oprah Winfrey. I'm going to go with J-Lo. Yeah, I, yeah, I think I'd have to go J-Lo on that one, too. Yeah, I just think that Oprah would, like, really be anal, no pun intended, yeah. about yeah. her anus. So, yeah, I think she has a team of 12 people tending to her anus at all times. She'll be like, um, staff, staff, look at my anus. Anything out of line there? No, Oprah. No, no, no. Oh, you did not address me as God? I'm sorry, God. I'm sorry. Hey, hang on. Here, uh, show me the picture of my ass hairs. Uh, I guess that'll pass. Now be gone, all of you. Then they scatter. I think it goes like that, probably. Oh, definitely. Yep. Number 12. Morgan Freeman versus Michelle Obama. <laughs> Easy winner. Easy winner. Go ahead. Michelle. <laughs> okay. Michelle Obama. Okay, um... Next. I, I think we may have a new frontrunner. Maybe so. We'll uh, they'll battle it off in this next, I'm sure, highly rated episode coming up. <laughs> Either that or no one's gonna listen to. They're gonna oh, yeah. this yeah. one where they do the asshole on that. No, thank you. <laughs> we'll we'll truly see the next ratings. Yes, we will. <laughs> uh, next one: Johnny Depp versus Tom Cruise. Oh damn! I I gotta give this one to Johnny Depp. Yeah, me too. I think Tom Cruise would like be really, really, really like uh, anal about his ass hairs, and then uh, and then I, he would have like people manicure him, kind of like Oprah. After winning that court case, yes, he thinks his shit don't stink. I agree. I agree. Johnny gets it. Okay. Johnny gets it. All right. Uh, here, let me... Okay. <laughs> That's a hell of a way to spend a Saturday evening. <laughs> Talking about people's ass hairs. <laughs> um, number 14. Alice only us. Only us. Yep, Alice Cooper versus Ozzy. 
I can't get that one to Alice. Me too. All right. Next one. Will Smith versus Bill Clinton. 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 Hillary. Clinton. Just Hillary. Just Hillary. <laughs> Next one. Jackie Chan versus Taylor Swift. Taylor. Yeah, I, uh, yeah, I, yeah. All right, and then finally, number 17, Nick Cage versus Will Ferrell. I'm going to go with Nick. Oh, damn. Can't, oh, God, you really can't get me thinking on that one. Yeah, that one's... <coughs> That one's not easy, but I'm going to go uh, with Nicolas Cage. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, so that is my 17. Yeah. And, um, all right, we'll have them battle, the winners will have them battle them out in a future episode responsible for greasy residue left on your Bluetooth. No! No! Two douchebags and microphone.net. You're one stop for douchebaggery. You want to write us? You want to say something to us? You want to look for a live button? When we go live, you can call in. All of this stuff is right there for your ear holes and eye holes. You got it, chumps. It's all yours. Two douchebags and microphone.net is up and running. Hit the subscribe button. Don't forget to hit the subscribe button. Don't forget to hit the subscribe button. Don't forget to hit the subscribe Hey, where'd everybody go? We're the douchebags. Hmm. Oh my god, someone took a dump in the corner. Oh jeez. Ugh, glad they're gone. Let's just hope they don't come back. Oh, man, that smells.